0: Hi, I'm Josh McDonald.
1: And I'm Miranda Materi, and we are Hand Therapy Academy.
0: Today we're going to cover some wound care tips. We're not going to get too deep in the weeds on on the technicalities of things. We're just going to talk about some things that are good to teach your patients about and some things that are good for us as therapists, you know. So let's jump into them. Miranda, range of motion. What do you tell patients or new therapists about range of motion when they've got some complicated wound going on?
1: So uh, wounds are okay to perform range of motion with, right? So even if it's crossing a joint, it's okay. The only time it is not okay is if there is a skin graft of some sort, right? Where we're trying to hold that area immobilized. Um, And usually that immobilization period is from seven, anywhere from five to 14 days. So if there's a skin graft, no. But if there is a wound, we do want you moving it. We don't want the joints to get stiff. And um, also sometimes that movement can actually, you know, help with some of the healing stuff. So movement is okay.
0: And, and with, with a good clinical judgment, we, you know, patients will be scared. And so we need to kind of deescalate that a little bit, but at the same point, you know, if it's crossing the distal palmar crease, we don't want them going into massive extension. So good clinical judgment, short arc range of motion is a fantastic way. Like you said, to kind of prime that healing pump a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be, you know, doing maximum extension or, you know, flexion stretching at that joint, but yeah, a little bit is good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about, what do you do with devitalized or dead tissue? Do you debride it? Do you leave it? Um, what is your tip on that?
0: I prefer for sure to debride it. I want to get dead, devitalized tissue out of the way. It can cover and hide infections. It can trap bacteria. Even like a uh, you know someone who had an open carpal tunnel release and they got that little bit of dead skin hanging out there, it'll eventually slough off. But is it hiding something? Is it not closing all the way or dehissing underneath there? If you don't remove that devitalized tissue, you don't know. I'm going to be careful and only remove devitalized. I tell like a, like students, I'm like a sunburn. I'm not going to take it to where it removes more vital tissue. I'm just going to stop at the edge, trim it down, but I want to see what's going on underneath there.
1: Great.
0: Yeah. So, how about wet to dry dressings? What do you think about that?
1: Well, so from what I have read recently and from what I understand, we are not doing wet to dries anymore. Um, They found that they're too um, aggressive and they can interrupt even some of the healing tissues. So wet to dries are out. Um, I do still think that some people are doing them and um, I think there is some benefit. But like you said, using your clinical judgment. But for the most part, um, I I don't do wet to dry and I don't get a lot of... um, you don't orders for it, so.
0: Yeah, when you pull that now dry, previously wet gauze packing, whatever, out of there, yes, it's taking all the dead stuff, but it's also taking away good positive granular tissue that you need, and it's causing increased um, blood, like bleeding on top of the surface, and it, it just stalls everything out, so yeah, wet to dry is not a fantastic plan of care right now.
1: Right, what about hydrogen peroxide? Are you using it? Are you telling your patients to use it?
0: This is one that's relatively new for me. Up until recently, I was doing the 50-50 mix of water and hydrogen peroxide. Um, I tell patients put a little half of half a cap full of hydrogen peroxide, half of water, use a Q-tip, clean the pin site. Um, I've learned recently from a, a talk at a, a surgeon's conference that that serves really well at killing the biologic tissue that we want, but doesn't do a fantastic job of killing the bacterial cells, uh, the microbes, that kind of thing. So they just say soapy water. If the pin site is clean and dry and looks healthy without excessive redness or swelling, leave it alone. Keep it lightly covered. Don't wrap pins with Xeroform because again, that traps in moisture and uh, and microbes and bacteria. So clean and dry and covered is the way to go. No hydrogen peroxide.
1: Okay. That was a good tip. All
0: right. um, how about showering? How soon can we get a wound wet?
1: So I believe the newest research from, um, the CDC says at 48 hours, so pretty soon after the procedure. Um, and by wet, we're not like sticking it in a bathtub and submerging it, but just letting warm water run over it. Uh, they say it's safe to do it at 48 hours. Of course, with all of these like little tips and caveats, always find out what your surgeon's preferences are because they're all very different, right? So usually, when you're first meeting a surgeon, or you have a patient with that wound, you want to ask what um, their preferences are so you're meeting their goals and you want to match what the surgeon's saying, right? You don't want to be conflicting with what they're telling the patient.
0: Yeah, we definitely want to match our surgeon's preferences. We can educate them also too. So if you find like patients are leaving those dressings on for super extended periods of time, say, Hey, can we get that off? Can we clean it? Take CDC articles, those kind of things to your surgeon to help educate them too. And say, Hey, this is an okay thing. Are you okay with me doing this? Uh, But yeah, that flowing water, soapy water, soap is all antibacterial. That's what makes it soap. That's going to be effective. And it washes away some of the contaminants that we don't want other there anyway. So yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So since you talked about soap, are you doing like a foam (laughs) soap, a liquid soap?
0: Um, uh, What I learned from, uh, again, from a surgeon's conference is any general antibacterial soap that you would use in the shower or sink side is perfectly fine. As long as the water is washing away in the process.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about ointments and creams? Bacitracin, Neosporin, those, are you using those or you not?
0: Yeah, um, Neosporin has, uh, literature finds that it has a significantly higher rate of contact dermatitis. So we're staying away from Neosporin, but um, uh, Bacitracin may be a triple antibiotic ointment, but mostly Bacitracin is what I'll use in the clinic and I use it very sparingly. Two times when I'll use it is if there is a differential between the wound bed height and the height of the neighboring epithelial cells of the healthy tissue. I'll use that to kind of quote unquote, pack it a little bit, and that will help those epithelial cells migrate in. I may do that instead with a Xeroform product or something, Um, but I'll also do it if that wound is getting a little bit of desiccation or drying out, if it's starting to crack at that wound bed. I tell patients, put just a very small amount on your finger and apply it to that wound just to make it shiny. We're not globbing on the size of a grape and covering it, that imparts maceration to the neighboring healthy non wound tissue. So very small amounts, um, but very sparingly, the body produces a good amount of humidity. And so if that wound has good moisture, there's no need to get fancy with creams and lotions and all that stuff. Nothing more than like a bacitracin, nothing with scents or uh, or other features to them.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about letting wounds air out?
1: So I will say if they're very macerated, you do want to let them air out, but not this concept where you're going all day with your wound open, right? So we know that a moist wound heals much better, and we know that when it's because of that healing better, we're less likely to have scar um, adhesions and those sorts of things. So keeping it moist is important, and also uh, it helps. You know, if you have a deep wound, it helps from like really that getting that divot in there. So making sure that it's moist is key if it is macerated i might say hey you just got out of the shower um pat it dry and let it air out you know for 10 20 minutes and um then put your dressing back on
0: yeah the key concept in most wound care seems to be the level of moisture or humidity in that environment and making sure it's not too wet for maceration not too dry for desiccation in that happy medium and then everything we're doing is trying to find that balance so in general they should be looking at that wound Every day, undressing it, finding you know, is it too wet? Is it too dry? They can text us pictures and say like, is this look okay? They get wound dressings in the clinic, and we educate them on what wounds should and shouldn't look like. But managing that moisture is key,
1: right? And then I think when they do have these wounds, seeing them um, you know early on more frequently, so you can help show them the signs of what to look for. You take it off, and it's really macerated. You're like, oh, see that part where it looks like you sat in the bathtub too long? That's too wet, right? So giving them those key things so they know what to look for, um, like you said, is really important.
0: Yeah. And uh, another quick tip is not sticking with one wound care plan for more than two weeks. Um, We're not talking about patients that have a dedicated wound care nurse and they're kind of off a different plan, but clinical presentation stuff. If you're doing the same thing for more than two weeks, it's not working and that wound has stalled. So if you're using Xeroform for two weeks, if you're using you know a hydrogel or something like that for more than two weeks, you need to change your plan because it's not being effective at progressing that wound. So Um, Nothing more than two weeks on the same wound care plan just to make sure we're advancing it well.
1: Okay, great. All right, that covers some quick tips Um, with wound care. Of course, there's a lot more um, to it, but those are just some quick highlights that might help you in your day-to-day clinic. All
0: right, guys, if you have any questions, reach out to
1: us at info at handtherapyacademy.com.